Welcome to the FaceTime with God podcast. I'm your host, Kay Farrar, and yes, you have tuned in to the right place because we're bringing Christ to the culture and the culture to Christ. Because the gospel's not for old times, it's for all times. So we've got relevant topics, real people, and we're starting right now. That's why I, 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 I don't like how they treat marijuana now because it's a good gateway. Yes. To, 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 because after a while, you gonna, the enemy gonna want you to shift gears yeah, because yeah. it ain't getting you high enough. Yeah. And you know, let's just, let's just pause right there. You guys know I did a, um, I did a, a study just, and I, what I wanted to do, I just wanted people to think differently. So I, I did a Bible study on kings and queens and, you know, kings and kings don't, kings and queens don't drink strong drink. And, mm-hmm. you, know, mm-hmm. you know, I was just talking about the smoking thing. And I honestly, this might sound a little crazy, but I was thinking, you know, back in the time, you know, a couple of years ago, when we had all these riots going on and, and people weren't working because everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just felt like they was glad marijuana was legalized. They like, give them all mm-hmm. the marijuana, calm these people down, anything. Right, right, but right. in some ways, and I, I do feel like that's a little grain of truth. It's mm-hmm. like, we got to think about what are we doing to our minds? Right, you think right, right. you getting something. I'm right, getting high. Right, right, right. When really you're, you're taking yourself out of your mind well, that God gave you. How about let's work with, with what God gave us? Absolutely. Now I feel like we got to replace it with something else. Well, that's where our skills come in at. And if we don't never have somebody to show us how to do it, mm-hmm. we'll never learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. Because deliverance is a process. And so... If you don't start learning how to cope with your situation mm-hmm. and deal with it, and that's the problem that we have today, nobody is teaching us how to deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. We grew up in a technology uh, uh, situ- uh, world now. Um, when we grew up, we didn't have all that technology. Mm-hmm. So anytime we had a problem, there was no app to solve it. Right. See, now we get a problem first day we go. Let me see what. Yeah, you let me see what app. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but you can't. There's no app mm-hmm. for life. Right. There, there's no app you can go to to to, to you you got to be a, huh. go ahead no i'm just thinking about what you're saying and then how early you started so do you feel like even at that age it was kind of like a side effect to some some things that were in your life or did you just start it right you know oh, what I it mean, did what it did it it began to teach me that that um okay let me go here I remember my, my son was in his second grade okay. and uh, he was just being, he was being a second grader. Mm-hmm. You know, they called us up to the school to calm him down a little bit and so forth. And I remember the teacher saying, well, you know, he's a little hyperatic and so forth. Uh, you, you know, we got some medication okay. that, that, uh, that can help him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember me and my wife, we, we was, we was, we was into the word by then. And I remember we just wanted an agreement with that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and it's watch this. Elder, it wasn't that I didn't believe that the medication couldn't help him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it because I didn't want him to be dependent mm-hmm. on a chemical substance mm-hmm. to fix his problem. Mm-hmm. See, it's the way we start off teaching. Mm-hmm. If you teach that this pill is your answer, mm-hmm. then that's what you're going to go to. Yeah. And if you start teaching wrong, this is how people start living wrong. Mm-hmm. I tell people, I ain't got but one pill to prescribe to you, mm-hmm. and that's the gospel. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when you get to a place, and this is the first place you got to get to, where you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Where you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's good to have people around you that really love you. Mm-hmm. 
Because people who really love you won't let you destroy yourselves. Mm -hmm. Even if they turn a deaf show. You understand what I'm saying? And I know when my wife found out that I was getting high, she began to put the guidelines and boundaries and restrictions in place mm -hmm. because she said, I ain't be with no man that you took the VCR out the house. I won't know that man. <laughs> I didn't know, thank the Lord, I ain't never get that bad. I done done my dirt. I done done my dirt. I done done my dirt now. I, I just, you know, for for things that might incriminate me later, I, just, I, I bleed the filth. You understand know what I'm saying? You know, you know, so I ain't gonna sit up and act like I ain't never done nothing. You understand know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but I will say that because I did not want to be that, mm. that was the first step. Mm. Not wanting to be it. Mm. You know, I was I was saying earlier, who wants to be on drugs? Mm. Who, who you, you, do you see a third grader stand up in the middle of class and say, what do you want to be when I, when you grow up? I want to be a crackhead. Mm. I want to be strung out. Yeah. I, I, I want to be in jail in and out of my life. And no, no. Yeah. You got to first not want to be that because I'm going to be honest with you. This is God untrue. I know some people who just love getting high. Mm. They don't want nothing else. Mm. They ain't trying to do nothing else. They, they, they right there. So I always say, if you can get to the place where you don't want to be that, mm -hmm. that's your first stop. Right. Now, the second stop is you're going to have to make the Lord your shepherd. Mm -hmm. Because Psalms 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd and mm -hmm. I shall not want. Because mm -hmm. he's the only one that can navigate you from that pit. Mm -hmm. because, so look, tell us a little bit about that process. All right. Okay. So you made up in your mind and yeah, then your wife was helping you, yeah. helping you get your mind right. And it, and it all caught up with me. Mm -hmm. See, God has a point where it all comes to a head. Okay. God always put intersections on our path. Mm -hmm. You know, we he leads us down this path of righteousness, but trust me, there's many intersections. Mm -hmm. And what happens at those intersections is, is decision time. Mm -hmm. I heard a minister say one time, say, you born looking like your parents, but when you die, you look like your decision. Uh-huh. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And so there's going to come times in your life where you're going to have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Are you going to risk losing all this? Are you going to turn this way? Are you going to go this way? What you going to do? And the only way you could stay on the right path, he has to be your shepherd. Mm -hmm. He has to guide you. And I remember telling my wife, I said, look, I know I thank God for your patience. I don't want to be like this. I'm going to get myself together. Mm. Right. And I said, uh, I said, if you be there when I get out, I'm going to marry you. Wow. The chick was there. Wow. So you went through a program? No, uh -uh. no, no. Let me tell you what happened. Uh, I knew I didn't want to be this way no more. Mm -hmm. And so my wife told me, she said, well, come on, go to church with me. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. And uh, of course, that relationship won't all that tight. So I'm going anywhere you want to go. Let's do what you want to do. I try to keep this thing going, right? <laughs> she cast me to this church over in Churchill called Victory Tabernacle. Okay. And Bishop Noel Jones was preaching. Mm. I'm 21 mm. years old. He's in there preaching. And mind you, mind you, uh, I can't wait to get out because mm. I want to go get out. He said, there's somebody in here mm -hmm. and you've been fighting addiction. <laughs> I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, who you talking? <laughs> <laughs> and this is what he said. Just when I said, when the Lord begins to be your shepherd, mm -hmm. as he found you want. He said, are you planning on taking that $50 and going to get high? Mm -hmm. But the Lord says, you're going to sow it into the kingdom tonight. Oh. And this is going to be the first seed to your breakthrough. I said, mm -hmm. I look at it, my wife you told him that. <laughs> <laughs> you told him that. Like, ain't, this a, ain't this a daggone shame? <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I leave out of church and I put the $50 in church. Mm -hmm. But I was like, wow. 
God, was you talking to me? Wow. I, I go in the store mm -hmm. a week later. That's what I say. When God coming to get you, mm -hmm. he don't come up off of you. Mm -hmm. I go in the store. I go in there to get a pack of Newports. Four down and a pack of papers, pack of easy wire. Mm -hmm. Right? We about to get busy. I'm, I'm there 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. The lady behind the counter cooking chicken. Mm -hmm. Why I got the 40 in my hand. Mm -hmm. She says, I see you preaching. Woo! I'm looking around and saying, woman, I got a 40 pack of easy wire. Who? Then she looks at my wife. Mm. And I don't think we was married then. Mm. I don't think we was married then. She said, your blessings is going to come through the man of God in your family. Mm. Mm -mm. Now, she has a cousin that's a pastor. Okay. I said, oh, he, he talking about Rob. I said, who, who she talking about? She talking about your blessings going to come through. I said, you know, you made me talk to him, you know. Mm -hmm. Then she turns around to me and she said, I see you I see you preaching in front of thousands of people in a foreign land. I said, lady, you tripping, man. You tripping. This was in 1995. I come to tell you, I come to tell you, I come to tell you, after that, um, I met Bishop Daniel Robinson. Mm -hmm. I did a job for, uh, we was out there on 7900 Wamsley Boulevard, and he had just got to the church. Mm -hmm. Only had like 20, matter of fact, he only had like 24 members, mm -hmm. 25 members. He had 25 members mm -hmm. when, he, when he came to the church. Wow. And something was going on with the septic system, and that's the kind of construction work that we do. Mm -hmm. We put in sewer lines and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so, he called um, through through contacts. Well, he called us out, and he called my father out to fix it. And my dad told me, "Say, we, I need you to help me uh, throw these sewer lines in over here on Wilmington Boulevard. I need somebody to know what to do." Mm. And because uh, me and him went on good terms then, so I'm out there. And to be honest with you, I had a forty in the truck and a half a J in the ashtray. Mm. I'm feeling good. Twelve o'clock. I'm waiting on the inspector because we done knocked the job out. Mm. Bishop Robinson comes out. He was Pastor Robinson then. Mm. I'm 21 years old. Mm -hmm. I just got married. Mm. He looks at me and says, now all this else has been going on in the last month. Mm. He looks at me and says, I need to talk to you. Mm. I don't know who you are. Mm -mm -mm. My first time meeting you. I'm 21 years old. Just got out of jail. Mm. He says, but the Lord told me to tell you that he has to deal with you right now. Woo! Now, I thought I was getting ready to die. I really did. I, I called my wife. I, I said, look, I don't know what y'all doing with this Jesus stuff. And I said, every time I turn around, somebody talking to me about the Lord and stuff. I said, but I don't know who you putting my business out in the street. But I'm telling you now, I think, girl, something great happened to me. I'm ready to die. This man that told me the Lord got to deal with me right now. Wow. Then he said, won't you come to church tonight? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there saying, all right, I'm going to come on to church. He's preaching. And while he's preaching, he says, there's, there's somebody here afraid to quit that job. He said, God told me to tell you, don't be. He said, but the Lord told me to tell you that he has some storms that he needs you to go through. Mm. Be encouraged because you're going to be stronger after the storms. But the Lord says, don't be afraid to walk with him because he's going to be with you every step of the way. Mm. I left out of church service. That was my second time coming to church service. Mm. I left out of church service and I told my wife, I said, look, I think God talking to me. I said, I, I don't know. I said, I think I got to quit this job and, and just start doing this business with my dad full time. I said, I just think I need to do this. And and, 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 and the Lord, and right there, she told me, well, whatever he tell you to do, 
So I'm 21. I quit, I, I quit my job mm. and I go in the landscaping business in the middle of the winter. So what job were you in? I, I was I was I was running a uh, steel. I was working at a steel company. Okay. Running a crane, wow. making twelve dollars out. Wow. And uh, no, I won't make it twelve. I'll make it seven fifty out. Mm. I had to beg for another dollar, mm. and they finally gave it to me. Um, I started. I gave my life to Christ at twenty one. I quit my job. Okay. I tell my wife. She said, "You do what God tell you to do." So I quit my job and I told my dad, "I'm gonna help you full time." But I'm still struggling with substance abuse. Mm. I'm still struggling with substance wow. abuse. All this is going on. I tell people in a minute, just because you saved don't mean you delivered. <laughs> you know, come on, man. The children of Israel came out of Egypt, but they still had to make it into the promised land. They, they, they was out, but they, but they still weren't delivered. It, 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 deliverance takes time. Yes. But after I wanted it, I let the Lord become my shepherd, mm -hmm. and He began to guide me. And I never forget it. One day I was at work. I ain't got no driver's license or nothing. I'm about 22 years old, wow. and God been dealing with me because I'm learning the Word of God now, mm -hmm. and I'm learning the ways of God, and now God is dealing with me about substance abuse. Mm. I'm 21 years old, and I've been struggling with substance abuse since I was 12. Wow. Mm. This thing is embedded in me. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know... And and you know, and even when my mother was carrying me, she she parted a little bit too. Yeah. You know, so I'm 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 got a generational curse on me and I don't know how to shake it and God is calling me to something. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what he's calling me to. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's calling me to. But he but but he could not call me to it until he cleaned me up. Wow. I tell anybody, just because you catch a fish, you still gotta clean them. Mm -hmm. And then you got to clean them before you cook them and cook them before you serve them. So it's a process you will go through before you see something that tastes as mm -hmm. see what the Lord has done. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time um, how God dealt with me. And God deals with everybody different. With me, I remember my dad wanted me because me and my dad got high together. Mm -hmm. So he wanted me to go get him some cigarette paper so he could roll him a joint. Mm -hmm. And I go to the store and I, I just got married and I go buy the cigarette papers for him and I come out of the store and a beast, a beast stung me mm -hmm. right on my ring finger. <laughs> Right on my ring finger. Right on my ring finger. It could have stung me on any other finger. It stung me on my ring finger. Oh, y'all going to catch it in a minute. You're going to catch it in a minute. Uh-huh. Because what he was trying to tell me is this is covenant. God nobody. Uh, he, he stung me right there with a covenant. At. See, I'm going to tell you now, God, if you don't remind God of y'all covenant, the Bible says over in Exodus 4 that God was seeking Moses to kill him. And the Bible says that Moses had already left the land where Jephro was and heading to Egypt to do what God said do. And the Lord sought to kill him. Watch this. Moses was in process of answering his call and the Lord sought to kill him. The Bible says his wife Zipporah took the knife out and cut the foreskin off of her son mm. and took the blood and mm. put it on Moses. Mm. Mm -hmm. And God left him alone. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, because when God is trying to promote you, he's going to make sure that you understand the covenant you're getting into. Wow. Mm. Huh? He, he, how could her reminding God of the covenant mm. stop God from killing Moses? Mm. Mm. And so that day that beast stung me, God was reminding me, we got a covenant. Mm. I had to go to the hospital and get the ring cut off mm. and so forth. But I didn't stop there. Mm. I still was getting high. Mm. And one day I was on my way home and the guy at work said, hey, man, you, you, I got, got, and you, this is why your atmosphere got to change. I'm at mm -hmm. work with people who are getting high. Mm. 
And then he told me, man, I got that fresh off the boat. See, you know, they said stuff like that, man. You know, you know, I, you know, I got that bit lied, boy. You want I got that bit lied. And that old kind of stuff be like, what? You know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to church now. My wife think that I'm living holy. And I'm sitting there and saying, all right, man, throw it to me, man. We, we, we get to smoking and I'm on my way home. And my car breaks down right in front of the church. <laughs> I mean, it just went clunk. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be honest with you, you know. I, I was halfway, I was saying, but you know, I'm like, take this song. <laughs> the bells on the church started going off. Ooh, wow. boom, boom. I'm looking at my clock. I said, it ain't time for these bells. It ain't lunchtime. Mm. It ain't 12 o'clock. Mm. It's like 2.35. Wow. It's just an awkward time. Mm. I look, the bells are going off, and next to the church is a graveyard. Ooh, and the Lord Jesus. tells me again. He said, choose this day mm. whom you're going to serve. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, wow. He said, choose this day. See, I told him, you make him your shepherd. Yes. He'll carry you down the road where you got to make a decision. Yeah. I didn't want to be it, but I just didn't know how to get mm. from it. And mm. God was trying to tell me, if you're going where I'm going to take you, mm. you can't take this with you. Mm, mm, mm. I need you free from cigarettes. Yes. I need you free from alcohol. I need you free from substance abuse mm -hmm. because I need you to teach people how to get free. Yes. And let me tell you something. I got in my car that day that said to see Malibu mm -hmm. with the bucket seats mm -hmm. that we people $800 for that mm -hmm. burned more gas mm -hmm. than it did. Yes. I mean, burned more oil than gas. And I come <laughs> on down the road <laughs> and I begin to sing the song. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> shake down the <Lord. laughs> Oh, I'm right. I, I, I actually was saying this. I got home and I told my wife, I said, that's it. Mm. Throw the whole pack of cigarettes mm. away. Mm. Throw the whole pack of cigarettes away. And, and I said, I ain't smoking cigarettes no more. Mm. Then I went to Black and Mild. Mm. I said, I will smoke one black a day. See, this, mm. it's not, let me tell you something. I tell anybody, your deliverance may require your patience. Mm. But you got to keep traveling towards yes. that direction. There you go. You, you can't make no U-turns in the middle of your mm -hmm. deliverance. And God was drawing me closer. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't know, as he was being my shepherd, I didn't know I was going to fall in love with him. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I mean, it's like when, when, when I told God I can't run from you no more, I tell people, look, you can go to counseling and I don't have nothing. And counseling is needed. Mm -hmm. Therapy is good. Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, you got to know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. There you go. We wrestle against principalities. There's a spirit that, that's probably been in your lineage mm -hmm. for years. And, and the thing about it is it starts off with alcohol with mm -hmm. the granddaddy. Mm -hmm. Gets to be reefer with the daddy. Mm -hmm. By the time it gets to the grandson, we're talking about cocaine, heroin, and now today, fentanyl. Mm -hmm. We ain't had that kind of stuff when we was out there. Mm -hmm. Now you don't know what you're getting or mm -hmm. what you're taking and so mm -hmm. forth. All because you haven't learned how to live in a sober state. You, you, you haven't learned how to function. Mm -hmm. And because of the way life is turning, we are not being taught social skills. We're not even being taught how to communicate. Mm -hmm. Kids can't even tell their parents that they got a problem. Mm -hmm. Because instead of communicating, we text. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? We hide behind emails. Nobody likes confrontation. Mm -hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And we live in this imaginary world. And that's another thing that keeps us. I'm telling you, when you are addicted to fantasy, mm -hmm. you will always go in a place mm -hmm. where you can be hired. Mm -hmm. Because now we're not dealing with reality. Right. And then watch out when you don't want nobody to tell you nothing. Can't nobody say nothing to you. Because what you're saying is, I don't want to come out of this state where I truly got to deal with my situation. There we go. You, you understand what I'm I saying? Do. And when we don't know how to cope with that, let me tell you something. And God kept drawing me closer to him. Mm -hmm. 21. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember going to the altar. Pastor was up there preaching. Bishop, Pastor Robert was up there preaching. Wow. He was pastor there. He, you need the Holy Ghost. You need power. And I didn't know what this power was, right? And I said, well, all I know, if God got something for me, I want it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know because we was wrestling against principalities and powers. I needed power mm -hmm. to wrestle. Mm -hmm. And so I can tell people, I, I'm a firm believer. I know people don't like to go spiritual all the time, mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell them straight up. I don't know how clean you're going to stay yes. without the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. I, I, I just don't know. 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 I don't, I don't, I, 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 you might can get delivered, but I don't know if you're going to stay delivered. Mm -hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? Because the Bible says when them spirits find a house that's clean, mm -hmm. they come back seven times stronger. Mm -hmm. So if you ain't got something filled that house up with, mm -hmm. you ain't going to have nothing to contest them with because he's coming back. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in the wilderness, I could the devil tested Jesus. He left him for a season. Mm -hmm. Do you think for real in the 30 years I've been sober that I ain't never got tempted to get high again? Are you crazy? Shucks, I can tell you a couple of times I wanted to blow an ounce to this. Huh? Shucks. Yeah. I, that, 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 that is real. Yes. Do you hear me? You, you know how many times I want to say, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, they can have all of it. You, yeah. I'm talking about while I'm pastor. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I ain't talking about before I started yeah. pastoring. I'm talking about while I'm pastoring. You don't think the devil done told mm. me you can go do this and do you don't think he done tempted me? Mm. Right. Shucks. Right. But yeah. I learned a long time ago mm. how to replace that place mm -hmm. with another place. Mm -hmm. I, I, I learned a long time how to fill that void. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, my relationship with God is the thing that keeps me. And you got to realize that was when I was 21. By the time I was 27, I was making seven digits. Mm. Wow. And God was saying to me, I couldn't bring you here right. like that. Because wow. yes. if I brought you Absolutely. here like that, you would destroy what I gave you. Yeah. And so I had to make sure that me and you had an understanding. It's not that I didn't want to bless you. It's could you handle the blessing? Yeah, could you handle it? And, so and, look, and, and that was a piece right there. Look, so you have downloaded so much. Um... And I know my team, I think we don't ran out of, we might have ran out of the tape. Okay. <laughs> I hope we're not. But they gave me a signal. But this is what I this is what I what I would like. Two things, uh, Pastor Derek. One, <laughs> I would like for you to come back at that's some point in time. That's, that's, that's I would like, but as we close, I want you to just maybe give a a, a, a final word, however you want to close out, for somebody who was surfing and needed to hear this. Mm -hmm. And they're at one of these stages that you have been in in mm -hmm. your testimony, and they want to know how do they get from where they are mm -hmm. to where you are. And mm -hmm. I know you have shared that, right. but just whatever your final word you right. might have for them. Right. And then the other thing maybe is if you would close us out in prayer. Amen. You know, for somebody Amen. in that situation. I, I would so, tell. I would. I would first say, life is a journey. It's a path that he takes us down. David described it in Psalms 23. Don't throw away the rest of your path over a valley that you may be in right now. Mm -hmm. You, 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 you got to know that there's an end plan that God has for you. Uh, Jeremiah 29 says, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you. And they're thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you an expected end. You got to know that God got something good for you at the end. So there's been depressing moments in my life. 
There's been times where I don't have to bury loved ones. Mm -hmm. If anybody ever been through that, they know that's not easy. Mm -hmm. um, there's been times where, you know, I've been incarcerated I've, I, I, throughout my life. We've been on welfare. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the thing about me and my wife, we'd have been have and have nots. Mm -hmm. And so we know what it is to struggle mm -hmm. and we know what it is to have success. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We know what it is to don't have enough money to go to the cheesecake factory. All we had was fifteen dollars to get a Nathan hot dog and mm. do the best we can, or counting two hundred pennies mm. to put gas in the car to go to work, mm -hmm. to running a business where the fuel bill was ten thousand dollars a month. Mm. How you go from counting two hundred pennies to put two dollars worth of mm. gas in the car to get to work? Don't know how you gonna get from work to running a business where your fuel bill is ten thousand dollars a month. Wow, you, you understand what I'm saying? And so uh, I tell people, you can't stop. Don't and, and, and I don't care how many times you fall down. Mm -hmm. It's going to be your consistency that gets you to the end of the path. Mm -hmm. You, you got to be consistent on the path to get to that table. Mm -hmm. You can't let the shadow of death. And it's just a shadow. Yes. Man, what you're going through right now can't kill you. Wow. If it did, it would have took you out. Mm -hmm. What you're dealing with ain't that bad. You just ain't learn how to fellowship in your suffering. Mm -hmm. Which, which you think, look, you worried about money. I promise you, you'll be able to make money again. Come on. You worry about the money you got to spend. You're going to make it again. Yes. I know you had to take your old check to pay that bill. Mm. But trust me, you're going to make it again. Mm. Don't worry about something that can come back. And what I think we have allowed the enemy to do is let his five-second plan come against God's 50-day life. Because mm, 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 mm. Paul said this affliction is yet for a moment. Matter of, matter of fact, uh, uh, this is a minor thing. Mm -hmm. This is just a minor affliction. Mm -hmm. I promise you, what you're dealing with ain't that bad. Pastor, you just don't know. Uh, I got this going on in my body, or or we need this by the end of the month, or they said that I need to take care of this and take care of that. God knows exactly where you at, mm -hmm. especially when he's been ordering your steps. <laughs> And even if he hasn't been ordering your steps and you've been walking another way, Adam, he knows exactly where you are, even when he's trying to get mm -hmm. you to know where you are. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like he was looking for Adam. He already right. knew where Adam was at. He was exactly. trying to let Adam know, do you know where you at? Do you know you messed up right now? Do, do you know you in trouble right now? Do you know you in this? God was trying to tell Adam, do you understand what's going on? Because you have walked away from the path that I've told you. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I get my peace at. No matter what I deal with, no matter what I come against with, when I know I done done everything God done told me to do, mm -hmm. man, I got a peace that passes all understanding. When I, I'm like this at Washington, when I know King Kong ain't got nothing on me, <laughs> I can I can I can flow in a way that. Mm -hmm. it, it, so at the end of the day, I tell I tell anybody, you can't stop, man. You can't stop. Trust me, man. This thing this thing that you dealing with is just for a moment. Yeah. I don't care what it is. And then you got to be, you know, it's not where we at now. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Good God. Boy, this right here is it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm. We're living in a day of time where knowing the word is not good enough. No. Knowing the word is not good enough. We're living in a day and time where you're going to have to be the word. No, no one is just having it about you. You got to be the word. And the only way you go going to watch this. How can I go from knowing the word to being the word? You got to believe the word because you can know the word and still don't believe it. God done told you a healing. You still preparing for your death. Man, shut You still preparing to die. God done told you he your way maker and you already done start thinking other. 
Wow. Then, 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 then we use supposed to think. He already told you that, that my promises are yea and amen. Mm-hmm. David said, I was young and now I'm old, mm-hmm. but I've never seen the righteous will say. Yeah. That, means, that means he had to live a little while. Yes. See, sometimes yes. if we don't see results immediately, we think God done lied. No, you just got to walk with him a little mm-hmm. bit more. But what I can tell you, I found out he's faithful, man. Mm-hmm. Even now in my life, there's some things I wanted to just throw away, toss away. You know, I see kids all the time. They want to put they just they want to give up. I tell folks, don't give up on your marriage. Don't don't give up on that. I know they're crazy now. You understand what I'm saying? But they ain't gonna be crazy for long. You understand what I'm saying? I, I know they I know I, I know they're getting rid of some ways now, but you gotta go through that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta go through that stuff. Stuff that matter when you're young don't even matter when you're old. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And and that's what I would tell everybody. I don't care, you know, you can come off of drugs. You you can you can get free from bondage. You you can live the life that God wants you to live, but you gotta head in the direction He tells you to go. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You gotta do it the way He tells you to do it. And I thank God I just took heed to the signs. He was trying to warn me. He was trying to warn me. He was trying to prep me. Wow. He was trying to tell me I got all this for you, but I need you sober for this. Mm-hmm. I need you to. And, and one thing I can tell people: you ain't going through nothing. Nobody else went through. Stop feeling so sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be, don't, don't give yourself too much debt. You understand? Yeah. You the first one in the race turn by yourself. You the first one. Then I had to live. Same. You the first one. Then I live paycheck. You ain't the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't the first one. The doctor done told you that you got a disease or mm-hmm. uh, illness in your body. And you ain't the first one mm-hmm. that got to deal with something in life. Yeah. The thing is, you got to learn how to go to God and let him be, let him be that help that come from them hills mm-hmm. and wait because he's faithful. Sometimes he don't show up when we want him to show up. We ready to throw the whole thing away. Yes. God is faithful. Yes, he so is. That, that's what I would say to anybody struggling right now. You keep going and see what happens. Amen. <laughs> you keep going to see what happens. Keep going. Uh-huh. Keep, keep going. going. You keep going. Keep to see going. What keep going. Oh, it was a pleasure for me stopping by today. I love you so much. I'm telling you, I, I if, if you didn't light it up, uh, you lit it up in here with the Holy Ghost. You lit it up in here. Relationship with the man. That's the only way my my promotion comes from my devotion. Yes, it does. You know what I mean. And I tell people, wherever you spend your most time at is where you're gonna value the most. You know, and, and that's where you're going to see the most results. Mm. If you spend your most time in the gym, mm. then that's you're going to see the value of that. You got them six packs. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? But don't think you will get six packs and you ain't spend no time. Mm-mm-mm. So people want the essence out of it, but they don't want to mm-hmm. give the, the the value to it that it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So I try to spend time with God. And one thing I found out about God, if you let everybody know he your man, mm. He'll let everybody know you his man. Wow. That's what I find out about God. Bless y'all. I, I love stopping wow. by wow. anytime. Wow. Anytime. Wow. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. Yep, we gotta anytime. give it up. We gotta I'm give it up. We gotta I'm give it up. See? I'm gonna give it up. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. Even the dog giving it up. That's what I'm talking about. Everything to have breath. So that is part two of Overcoming Substance Abuse with Pastor Derricott. You delivered, sir. So family, let us know. What do you think? I know you got a nugget. Come on, put something in the comment. It would really bless our team and it would help our channel. Please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe and also hit the bell because we will be back with more great content. We would love your ideas. Let us know. Also, would you like to be a part of the team? We would love to welcome you. Let's do it.